Hey guys, and welcome back to the Creative Influencer Show, a weekly podcast talking about personal development goals, building a business, Muskoka vibes, and how to get your next project off the ground running. I have been building, designing, and investing in Muskoka properties for almost two decades. It is crazy how time flies by. I'm Amanda, owner and designer of RB Furniture Shop and RB Design, located in Muskoka, Canada. I'm an entrepreneur at the core with an incredible design team, a mom to three incredible humans, and the girl that always needs to know the meaning behind all of life's questions. I have a huge love for surfing, CrossFit, morning coffee, and traveling around the globe. So what is the freaking deal? The Creative Influencer Podcast is a brand new platform that I am so excited to share because I love talking, guys, and most of the time won't stop chatting. So get ready to have your heart filled with love and your mind filled with inspiration. I am completely obsessed with anything design and personal development. So if that is your vibe, we are going to be besties. Okay, RB Tribe, let's jump in, get started, because I know that you guys are going to freaking love this episode. So before we hop into the episode, just a reminder that we are completely e-commerce available. So for all of your furniture, your bedding and accessories, go online, go shop and grab those amazing products that you love in the summer all year round. Flat rate shipping applies and remember to join the RB mail list to receive 15% off your first online order. The holiday sale is now on guys, so it's 50% off and use the code ho 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 at checkout. Happy shopping. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing loud for all to hear. Not only by Buddy the Elf. No, but seriously, we are on a bit of a hot mess right now. We are hot in the middle of the last week before the holidays. And I don't know about you guys, but it's it's hectic. It's crazy. It's And what are we talking about today? Five tips for staying focused during the holidays. Because I don't know if you're like me. I need some tips. I need some tips to stay focused, to stay on track. And it's, oh, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know if it's just, I feel this because it's the pressure of being a mom and just running a business and it's all the feels, but it's the week before Christmas and it's absolute madness in my house. Like honestly, from schedules, concerts, some, some coaches have thrown in tournaments into it because, you know, Nothing says I love you more than holiday fun at the arena. (laughs) Christmas presents. And just basically, like, I'm trying to hold this mom ship together. You would think that I would be the person that you would turn to advice on organization and Christmas packaging and all its Pinterest glory. And on the retail side, the business, the hustler, Amanda, that is 100% yes. 100% yes. If you come into the store, we are ready. The jingle tunes are on. The, everything is decorated. It looks like a winter freaking wonderland in the store. I mean, it tells a story. It's beautiful. It encapsulates the magic of Christmas. And I shop and I buy for the store like before the summer, guys. And I organize and I plan all the holiday events and I do it way in advance. And we even put up the Christmas tree in the store. And I time it. It's right after Labor Day weekend. Intentionally, I will say. Why? So we can grab all you holiday fall shoppers. Yes, it's a marketing strategy and a plan. And I get it. I get the comments that we're when we're in the store, we 100% and we will skip over the holiday season of Thanksgiving. We kind of do a little Thanksgiving. We don't celebrate Halloween in the store. We full go on like 
holiday winter wonderland. I mean, it's other than Frank Sinatra showing up like in his top hat with Judy Garland. It is full Christmas mode in the store. Why do we do that? Because it's a marketing strategy. Because your girl, Amanda, has to pay the bills. And that comes with having holiday shoppers in the store. No, but seriously, I get all the comments. We get the comments that roll in in September. It's way too early for a tree. Oh my God, you're so early. Oh my God, Janet, do you see that they have a tree in the store? And I get it. And I understand it. And it's there. And I, I understand it. And the list goes on. Here's the thing. I, I probably do agree. It's probably way too freaking early. But it's about paying the bills, guys. And I got to get my stuff organized. And it's just simply like marketing and retail strategy. It's nothing personal. It's just the business hustler has got to pay the bills. That's what it is for marketing in the store when we're talking about Christmas in September at RB. That said, now you would think that I would be the person that you would come to for advice and think that I'm so organized at home. And that said, just because the holiday jingles are playing in the background and the twinkle lights, it's not what it is at home. And I don't know what it is this year, but because of my workload, my personal life, and recently single mom mode, I wasn't really jumping at the chance to grab the tree and stick it up in the living room for everybody to admire. So for all of those of you that are curious, I did manage to take one day. It was like two weeks ago, a week ago. It wasn't that long ago. Um, and I got it done. But I always feel like one of these years, I'm going to have my, my staff together like way early, early in, like I'm talking like American Thanksgiving. If I can hit American Thanksgiving for next year to get all my stuff done, I think I would be a little bit happier with myself. But I don't know what it was this year. I just didn't really want, I wasn't like in the mood. I wasn't in the mood to do it. I don't know. I was traveling. I was doing stuff. I got it done. It still looks good. There's holiday vibes going on here at the McLennan house at, at home, but it took a little bit. It took a little bit. And needless to say, I'll be wrapping presents this week into the midnight hours because that's my life. And, uh, and the moment, I don't want to paint another any other way for you guys. I think sometimes people look at me and then they think, oh my gosh, she must have it all together because she's posting this stuff on Instagram and it looks so good. And I got to tell you, it is a hot mess in the background. <laughs> like I am literally recording this podcast from my closet because it's got the, that's where it is. And that's actually, if my kids, hopefully they're not listening, this is where all the presents are hidden is in the closet. So I'm literally barricaded amongst presents, gifting, stuff that I need to wrap. And I don't want to paint this in any other picture that I'm going to be joining you guys for all the madness this week because that's where I'm at in my life. And it always shocks to see me like all these beautiful magazines and the Pinterest boards and they're all decked out in full holiday ho-ho mode. And I just think to myself, I just burnt another tray of Christmas cookies. <laughs> like That's where I'm at. Like I'm I love the idea of doing this and I feel like I love baking and cooking and doing all that stuff. But like, let's be real. Like I sometimes just don't have my stuff together. I just don't have to sit my stuff together and it's okay. Like I, I just, I sometimes the holiday elf doesn't seem to move around. Sometimes the cookies get burnt and sometimes the Christmas tree doesn't go up until two weeks before Christmas and that's okay. And the thing is guys, is that life is not meant to be perfect. It's messy. It's unpredictable. And that is what makes it beautiful. Even in the pictures. 
And I will challenge this too. Like I've been posting way more pictures and stories of myself personally. And this is something that my coach has challenged me to do. And it makes me super uncomfortable. I don't like it. And those pictures are 100% not what I look like all of the time. Those are staged. They're makeup. They are deleted with all the rawness from them. And if you've ever looked at me through pictures, like especially through like a workout event, I think I, I bring this up because I think sometimes when you like you do a bike ride or you have like an event where it is a physical challenge, there's often people that are taking pictures um, like throughout the venue. So like if I'm doing the ride to Conquer Cancer, if I'm running like a 10K or something like that, there's always somebody with a camera that's flashing and you go on and you look at the pictures at the end of the event. <laughs> there's never one time, there's not one event that I go through and I'm like, wow, that's a really good looking picture of me. Not one. There is not one picture. I don't know what it is, but I literally... I look, there's, there's something, I think there's like a tagline that is on, it's like one of those reels on Instagram where it's like, if your face doesn't show you literally, like if it's not an ugly face, then you're not working hard enough. 100%, that's me. I look like I have an ugly face in the workout because I'm in the moment of working out. I don't, there, there's not one picture that is of me that it looks like it is worthy of putting on a, like a, a magazine or a page or something. It, there's nothing. Zero, zero. And that's okay because I'm okay with that. Um, and the thing is, is like, who cares, right? Like, nobody cares. Nobody cares about what I look like. Let's stop celebrating that and start celebrating the person who, you know, like, just let's let's not be this person that is so caught up in, like, what we look like, right? Like, I feel like it's not about the cookies. It's not about what you look like. It's just about showing up and getting the things done. And this holiday season, I feel like it's just a bit of a hot mess. There's things that you're going to look like on social media that is not, like I would arguably say like most of your post pictures that you have, it's because basically you're falling apart three minutes before and it's okay. And I just wanted to point that out that it's the season's nuts and it's hectic. And if you're like me, you're running a freaking mile a minute and this is what happens and you don't completely get to absorb the moment in the time and the space that you're in. So this is your reminder. This is your moment. Your aha stuff to take the time in to absorb the moment. Life is simply too precious to not wrap yourself up in all of the joy, the wonder, the beauty that this season has to offer. So please, if there's one thing that you can take away today, it is to enjoy yourself this holiday season and take account of all of the wonderful things that are around you because the perfect holiday turkey and those Pinterest bows on presents and homemade Christmas cookies will never account for the loved ones that are around you and celebrating the moment. And believe me when I say this, friends, believe me, time is not guaranteed. It's not forever. And take the time to hold on to those moments. I really, really, really want to challenge you this holiday season. When you're sitting around and you know that it's literally a dumpster fire burning in the background because that's most of the time what I think. Like, it's just like hot diggity dog. Like, is that turkey going to even come out cooked? I'm not sure. The holiday cookies, it doesn't matter. Take the time. Celebrate it with your loved ones. And today we are talking about my five tips on trying to stay focused during the holiday season. And please, for the love of me, don't don't use this as like your holy grail to march forward with because I'm basically just holding it together like everybody else. 
So here we go. Five tips to stay focused during the holiday season. And I'm going to, I'm forewarning you guys right now. And I know that I think it's funny. Advice here from your gal, Amanda, who, by the way, half the time holds her mom life together with duct tape and love. Guys, I am no different than you all. And I look at my mom, gym shoes in the morning and sometimes in the evening. Most of the time it's been in the evening these days. And I'm like, what the heck? I don't want to go. I'm too tired. I've got an empty fridge. I got to do another trip to the grocery store. The unfolded messy laundry. It is endless. And some days I just don't know where I'm going to get to it. The difference is, the difference is, is that I think we need to challenge ourselves looking at all of that stuff. You just got to get up. You got to do the hard things, even when you don't want to. And a lot of the times, a lot of my friends and people will ask me and they're messaging me for advice. And the thing is, guys, is that I struggle with all of the same things that everybody else is struggling with. I don't want to go to the gym half the time. There's a lot of the times that I'm too tired. I want to just stay at home. I don't want to get in. And especially when we settle into Canada in its winter mode, I've shoveled the driveway three times in the past 24 hours. And it's just like easy to sit and not have to go to the place where you know you need to go do it. So I'm just saying, it's we all struggle. We all struggle. We're all struggling with the same thing. And it doesn't matter. The painted picture that gets posted up on Instagram and looking at all of that stuff, please, for the love of the sweet turkey, don't take it into like heart because half the time, those people are not posting realistic pictures. It's all staged. It's all prepped. It's all whatever half the time people don't want to put their gym shoes on. You just got to go do it. You got to do the hard thing. So here's number one, organize your calendar in advance and stop taking on too much. I don't know how many moms that we are. And I'm going to say dads too, but it's okay to say the no word, the N word, say the N word. No ladies, stop. Especially you moms out there. Stop the freaking madness. Not everyone needs your help. You need to own your own freaking help. And I would say that most of that, like this goes for most of us. This is your message from the higher powers that be to stop taking on more tasks than you need to this week. Say it with me and saying no is okay. The world will not come to a crashing halt because you decided to say no to the extra Christmas bake or some other thing or something your sister asked for or something that your brother wanted you to do or the kids are asking for. If you can't physically, and here's my thing. I always look at things like, especially with this week, if it's not a hell, yes, it's a hell. No, if you don't have time, you don't have time. And the world's not going to come to a crashing end just because you say no, it's going to be okay. So organize your calendar and make sure that you just don't take on so much. Stop being that person that takes on the extra shit and then becomes resentful of it. And then you say no, like your family would like to see you as the beautiful person that you are, not as some judgy ass bee that's sitting and then took on a bunch of extra stuff only to be exhausted and cranky. Hug your babies and say no. No is okay. It's okay to say no. And we're so guilty. I am so guilty of that. I'm 150% guilty of this. And I would be the person that would be running around making extra pancakes, gifting, running my butt off on a variety of different boards and all kinds of other stuff just because I thought that that equaled the perfect version of motherhood. Now, let me tell you, I'm here today to tell you, my Lord, it does not. I can tell you that. Take some time for you. Say no and hug 
your family. It's okay to say no to the things that you can't fit into your schedule. People get so guilty about this. And I'm telling you today that it's okay to be okay with saying no to certain things. If you can't accommodate that into your schedule, it's okay. Don't feel guilty at all with that. Number two, shop local and grab some inexpensive stuff because it's the experience, not the value. And don't break your budget for your kids and your family. I see this all too often. And I feel like this is more of a conversation we need to talk about in 2023. This year for me personally, it's a little bit different. I have a little bit of a different life perspective on things. And it's not all to do with financials, but it's more of a, I would say, a life reset. I love traveling and I'm the type of person that I would honestly eat granolas and trade for a plane ticket somewhere. I love going to new places and experiences around me more than any other new toy or new purse or anything materialistic. For me, that's just a personal, that's what I, I'm really drawn to that in my life right now. I feel like for me, a new journey is like way cooler than a fancy dinner somewhere. And now don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong for anybody out there that would like to take me to a fancy dinner. And if anybody is offering, I just personally, like I, I, I wouldn't say no to it. But here's the thing is that I just personally value the experience, the moment, the memory more than something that's materialistic that sits on a shelf that I don't really get as much joy from. So that's for me personally. I, 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 I just personally gravitate towards that. You need to get in front of your financials and become aware about the amount of money that you're spending. So many people I talk to and more importantly, like they're very uncomfortable with this conversation about financials. And I don't care where you are in your budget, if you're a multi-million dollar CEO or living paycheck to paycheck. And just side note, FYI, you can be both of those people. You can be a multi-million dollar CEO running a company and living paycheck to paycheck. The whole point of this here is that it doesn't matter where you are in your budget is you need to get in control of your financials and don't go into debt for your holiday giving. There's so many cute ideas that are out there, especially on Pinterest for inexpensive gifts. And here, honestly, they're just a few. You can expand them if you like, but I think that it's so important to make sure that you don't go into debt for the experience of having like this holiday time. I think especially as we come out of, I want to say like COVID, we weren't really traveling. We weren't really doing stuff for the past couple of years. Does that make you a little bit more overindulgent to buy the extra presents and the gifts and stuff? And hey, if you can afford that and that speaks from joy from your heart and you want to do that and you're gifting other people, I mean, go for it. Go like, why, why not do it? If that's, I just think that there's so many of us that will you know, choose to do those things and maybe not financially be aware. So just a point to be aware. And I think that there are lots of beautiful things that you can do that are very low costing items. I think experiences give people so much more to take home from than a materialistic thing. I always love that. I'm at the point in my life, like I think that like when somebody gifts me something that's from their heart or they have really put like more of a personal touch onto it. Mm, I just think it's like the most precious thing to have. I, I just, I think it's beautiful. So a couple of things, photos. I think that you can do some beautiful things with photos. I mean, if they're homemade, you can put them into some cute frames. I mean, go to the dollar store, go to Walmart. Like there's so many great places, Target, these kind of places that 
offer some really low, inexpensive, you know, frames and, you know, calendars and all this stuff. And I know that especially like photos of your kids and things like that, like cute little things. There's so many things that you can do. And I mean, like, I don't know if you're me. I mean, I think I took like over 10,000 pictures this year. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody in my family tree that would really like to see some of these pictures, especially for the grandparents and the, you know, the aunts and uncles and all of that stuff. So I think photos are a beautiful way to do that. And I think you can get some really creative ideas. I mean, even if you just literally go on Pinterest and put photo in there, it'll come up with a lot of little cute ideas. Gratitude. Gratitude is the second gift that I think that you can give to people. It's very inexpensive. And I think letting people some like letting somebody know how important they are in your lives and especially around this time of the year, I think it's one of those beautiful moments and memories. I mean, you could do it in a card, you can do it in like a beautiful little book that you write, like anything. Show your gratitude towards somebody else for what they're doing for you in your life. And I think that that is a very inexpensive way and it's such a beautiful thing to do. I know that when somebody messages me during the day, and they let me know how special I am in their lives or how much they're thankful that I've helped them on something. It's just like, it, it, it's, it's worth, it's worth, it's priceless. That's what it is. So if you can do that, I think that there are beautiful things to be done. Number three would be baked goods. I mean, who doesn't love cookies? I'm really, really, really obsessed with Christmas crack. I discovered this like a couple years ago. <laughs> I think it's like an American thing. But it's crackers with like, so you lay the base with crackers. And I want to say that they're like saltine crackers. Like they're like the inexpensive, like saltine cracker, the ones you use for like your soup. Put that on. It's like a brown sugar butter combo that you cook on the stove. It pretty much is caramel. You, you put that all on top of the crackers. It then caramelizes itself. And then you put chocolate on top. And you can add like nuts and other things on top of that. Guys, the Christmas crack is where it's at. If you have never tried Christmas crack, you should try Christmas crack. Go Google it. Go put it into Pinterest. It's like the least, like it's literally butter, sugar, and saltine crackers. I think you can make this recipe for like $10. You give this stuff and you put it in one of those mason jars. You put a bow on top of it. I'm telling you, that is like, it's a very inexpensive thing to make for people. And they will be cracking out on the Christmas crack because it's so freaking good. Um, fourth would be homemade gifts. Who doesn't love something that was homemade from them? I mean, I love it. I'm a mom. So my kids draw pictures for me. They make cute little things. I mean, my kids will bring me home a rock and they'll paint like something. And I just, I, I love that stuff. It's, I'm obsessed with it. We made, um, we had like a little Christmas craft night at my kids, uh, school. And I thought it was really, really cute. And anyways, my little one, Tilly and me, we were making little ornaments and we were making these little snowman ornaments. I think we banged off like eight of them and we literally gave them to my mom and my aunt and they were putting them on our tree and they just thought it was like the cutest little thing. And I just think it's like such, it was, they're literally like little beads and balls and it was like a pipe cleaner. And anyways, it looked like a little snowman and it had, I think they were leaving like little buttons on it. We drew a little face on it. And I mean, it's cute. It was, we, we didn't even pay for it because it was at the Christmas craft night, but Anyways, you get the point. It's like these little homemade gifts. They're cute. They're adorable. I mean, there's some really, really, really cool stuff that you can make. And um, I think that it's beautiful when you get that stuff. So 
inexpensive. Don't go into debt for your family because they're not going to help you get out of debt and you need to be responsible for your finances. And I feel like there's so many of us, men, women, CEOs, whether you're living paycheck to paycheck, like all of us, we're all just like, we get a little uncomfortable about talking about our financials. And I think we need to get more comfortable about that. Get in control. 2023 should be your goal setting own your finances, own your responsibilities of what you have. And please don't go into debt for your family. It's not about that. It's not about buying the biggest gift on the street. If you can afford it and your brings you a whole lot of joy is doing it, I say go for it. But if you can't, make sure you get onto Pinterest and do the homemade. I'm telling you, the Christmas crack is where it at. You put that stuff in a mason jar, boom, it's a gift, auto, done. Love it. Number three. This is such a good one. <sighs> you gotta you guys gotta get you gotta get on top and prioritize your sleep you gotta go get yourself a sleep mask get yourself a good podcast and go to bed folks go to bed and go get some rest I follow this guy on Instagram and I forget what his I forget what his name is I forget what it is it'll come to me Anyways, he literally just tells people to go to the gym. He repeats it over and over again. He inserts different words. A lot of it is like the F word. Different videos. It's all the same message. He's just like, go to the gym. Go to the F and gym. Go to the F and gym. And he literally, and I'm just like, it's such a catchy thing. Like it's really, in its simplicity, he's just telling people to go to the gym. The same thing needs to be done for people to go to bed. Like go to sleep. Go to bed. Get off your screen. Get off your phone and go to sleep and go get some rest. Go to bed. So many of us are exhausted and it's mainly due to the, the lack of the following three things, sleep, diet, and exercise. And here is the secret sauce alert. Sleep is the easiest thing to change from those three things. So go start with that and get some good quality sleep in. And that means no screen time before bed. Keep your room cool and don't stuff your face full of a bunch of junk food before you hit the hay or any food for that matter. You should be allowing your body to digest that stuff. Like go, don't go to sleep on a full tummy. Don't go to sleep with, in a hot room and don't go to sleep right after you get off your phone. Get off your phone. Get off of social media. Like there are so many people that are on social media and they're just like down the rabbit hole. They're watching Netflix or whatever. And then they're like, I don't sleep well. Well, then get off your phone. Like get off, get off your phone and go to sleep. Pick up a book. There's this crazy thing. It's called a library. They've got a ton of books. You can order books on Amazon. You can come borrow my books. You need to go to bed, go to sleep. Three of those things. And that, that's why so many of us are exhausted. And if we think about that sleep, diet, exercise, out of those three things, you don't even have to go to the gym. You don't even have to change your diet. You just need to go to bed and get some good, deep, really good sleep. I've done a podcast on sleep before with this. Talk about this. I personally, I have a watch. My watch tracks my sleep. Um, and I do find it super helpful because it keeps me accountable for things. I'm perfectly honest. I went to bed too late last night. I'm tired today. And the thing is, is that what a lot of people think is that your sleep bank is not replenishable in the way that you think it is. So meaning for myself, I, if I was short on sleep one night, you just can't make up for it the next day. It takes you several days to put the sleep back into the bank. And the thing is, is that when you're maintaining a lifestyle where 
you are trying to be a high, you know, performance person where you're running a house, you're running, you're managing kids, you're running a company, you're doing all of this stuff. I, for me, like, I, which is just essentially my life, I am going to the gym often. Like I'm physically, I'm physically and mentally exhausted a lot of time. Your body needs to have rest and recovery. And for me, if I'm, if I go to bed late one night, Trying to make up for that sleep takes me several days in order to, to gain that back. It's not just the same way that you can, you know, go to bed an hour earlier the next day. And the problem is, is that often because we're constantly burning the midnight oil, right? We're constantly burning that is that we're, de- we're, we're depleting the sleep bank way too much in what we need to, to do. So go to bed, get a good night's sleep, get some rest, make sure that you prepare yourself for going to bed in a way where you can get not just a, 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 like go to bed for the for a, a sleepful night, but to get a good quality restful sleep. And there's all kinds of tips and advice uh, for this. We're definitely going to be talking about this a lot more in the new year. But for me, I think the key things would be those three elements that I look to. I definitely go to sleep in a cooler room. So I think, you know, they say the perfect temperature would be somewhere in the, like 60 degrees. So um, I don't keep my room quite that cold. I do sleep sometimes with the window open. It's really cold here in Canada, so it's not that hard. Like my house, it's not that hard to get to a temperature of 60 degrees, especially right now in December when it's, I've been shoveling the driveway for three times. But um, yeah, keeping the room nice and cold. So meaning like I have lots of blankets that I'll layer on top of me, but the actual temperature of the air is pretty cold. And uh, I find that that makes you have, for me personally, it makes me have a really deep restful night's sleep. I also don't eat before going to bed. I try to have, I what I've started doing, especially over the past, I would say six weeks or so, I don't eat a lot of heavy meals before, even for dinner. I'll tend to eat more heavier stuff like during the day, have a lot of snacks. So for lunch, afternoon, like I'm constantly eating all the time, but once I get to eight o'clock, it's like shut down. Like I don't eat and I'll tend to have lighter meals in the evening. So sometimes I, most of the time it consists of eggs. I, it's, it's kind of what I've been eating recently, but, um, in other times, like especially in the summertime, like I might have salads and things like that. But for the most part, like I tend to not have heavy carbs, pastas, rices, and things like that prior to going to bed. I just personally find that it just, um, it takes a long time for my body to digest that stuff. And it makes my sleep a little bit more intermittent. So I just noticed those kind of things, trial and error. You got to do what you got to do. I mean, am I still going to have turkey and potatoes? Yes, 100% I am going to do that, but I'm more aware of it. And I try not to eat that really, really late at night. So the other, and then the last thing um, I would definitely recommend is get off your screen, get off the screen, get off your phone. You need to get off your phone and get into doing some type of reading. I think meditation, I think reading, I think is really, really beneficial prior to going to bed. Um, and I would say that you need to get off of that at least an hour before bed, if not two or three hours before bed, you know? So whatever that looks like for you, just get off your phone, like get off your phone. Do not go to bed. Stop watching Netflix before you go to bed. Like it's just, it's the worst thing for you. It's the worst thing for you. And if you don't know that, I don't know what you need to hop on here and let me tell you that. So I'm the person sleep, diet, exercise. Those are the three things. And, um, make sure you go to bed, go get some rest because you're sleeping. And as guys, I'm getting older and I'm, I feel great. Like I feel better actually than what I do as I enter into my forties, I'm, I feel better than what I ever did when I was in my twenties. So it's not about an age thing. Like, oh, I'm getting older. It's not a reference to that, 
But I do notice there's a lot more in my body that I can and cannot tolerate. So pay attention to what those signs are, because if you are noticing, especially for me, it's like, well, I don't want to eat pasta before I go to bed because I know when I feel like then I feel sluggish and it affects me the next day. Pay attention to what your body is speaking to you and then you will be rewarded back. So moving on to number four. This is such a good one. And it it speaks a lot towards, I talk about this a lot. I've talked a lot about it on social media, especially with eating the pie, eating pumpkin pie. It's one of my favorite things to do in the entire world. I love pumpkin pie. I wish I love, I, it literally is, it tastes so good. Tastes so good. I didn't grow up with pumpkin pie. I feel like it's a very North American thing. And my little Matilda and I, we will rock out a whole pumpkin pie with like the whipped cream on top. It's so good. Here's the thing. Number four is you have not to feel bad for eating, drinking anything over the holiday season. It literally doesn't matter when you trade a day for a year. So when you convert, so if you're looking at, oh, I had, I indulged today, I indulged on this day, and you convert that into a year, it's a grain of salt in the time lapse of that. If you are not going to enjoy yourself this holiday season, then what is it truly about, right? You have to think about that. Honestly, like I'll come down and hunt you guys down there and they can do burpees in front of your family. So stop the madness. Stop being the person that inside is freaking miserable because you can't have a treat. Let me tell you a little secret about weight loss and goal setting. And a side note, for like the holidays is not the time to do restrictions. It's not. It's a time to be aware and be accountable, but you don't need to be restricted as a person, like restricted to the point where you're miserable and you feel that you can't reward yourself. And there's a fine line. And I think that the, the problem in the years prior to me is that I would always feel go into the holidays and go like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. Like there's butter, there's bread, there's this, there's that. And the thing is that you need to have a really, really good goal plan for 2023, knowing that I'm going to show up to the gym. Like for me, like I work out constantly. I do reward myself. I reward myself every single week. I, I tend to not be that strict on the weekend. So you know, for this weekend, I, I, I ate a whole box of craft dinner. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I ate a whole box of Katie and you know what, how much joy that that brought to me. I never eat that stuff. It's so good. It, it reminds me of being a kid and I ate a whole box of it and, and I don't care because I went snowboarding. I did a workout. I rewarded myself. I don't tend to eat that stuff. And you know what, at the end of the day, and I probably ate three chocolates too. And I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, I know that like, I don't eat like that every single day of the week. I'm super strict. I wake up and I, I hop back in to being, you know, a pretty, a pretty goal setting person, especially when it comes through through the week, I, I get really strict. I think that the problem is, is that we often look at this holiday stuff and the treats and all the drinks and the food and all of that stuff is that, you know, we need to make sure that we're flipping back into our regular scheduled programming the next day. And I, for me, I always found that that was really challenging to do. Like, it's really challenging to go and have treats one day and then the next day, like, flip over to regular programming, right? Like, it, it's really difficult to do that. I would always find that that would be the biggest struggle for me. Now I, I know that you know, the treat wagon doesn't last for days. 
And it's being more aware and mindful of those things so that when you roll into, you know, the, the, the day of, um, especially for Christmas dinner, right? Christmas dinner is one of the biggest days. Like I, I don't even know how many calories are consumed on Christmas day, but it's got to be close to 25, 5,000 calories. If you're looking at like breakfast, lunch, and dinner with all the snacks and drinks and stuff like that, like it's an incredible amount of calories that, you know, you could consume in that day. And at the end of the day, for me, it's worth it because I don't celebrate like that too often. But when I do, it's like huge gains. But, you know, regular scheduled programming on Boxing Day, it, for me, like I don't I don't need to go into a whole week or two weeks worth of celebrations of that because I'm really, really strict with myself. But on the days that I do get to celebrate, 100%. So don't feel guilty. Be aware. Be cautious. Know what you're putting in your mouth. Like, I always think about that when I'm having, like, you know, something to drink or eat or whatever. I'm always aware. Like, I, especially being a mom, right? I constantly have kids' plates and meals and all that stuff. And, you know, you're like, I call it like, grazing the plates. You need to be aware of what you're sticking in your face, you know? So if you are aware that, you know, that drink has a certain amount of calories and it's not even like a calorie count, it's just being aware of what it is that you're consuming. If it brings you joy and you want to have a piece of that chocolate cake, go full send, do it, eat the pumpkin pie, do whatever it makes you happy, but get back onto the regular scheduled programming, especially the day after. The, The biggest thing I think that and challenge that people make a mistake with especially when it comes to restrictiveness with plans and I've I've heard this because I want to bring this up because a lot of my friends had dinner with my friends and a couple of my friends are like oh I can't drink this oh I can't eat this oh I can't do this and I'm just sitting there looking at I'm shaking my head going well what the hell can you eat what can what can you do and it's not I respect what they're doing and I get it and I understand and I don't want to it's two different sort of like approaches to take with it But if you're coming over to your friend's house and you're really, really restrictive to the point where you're just like, you're sipping water. Well, okay, that, that, that's fine. But how are you, how is that going to be a manageable thing for you to adhere to for the next month? Because I'd I'd almost find it impossible for you to maintain that on a regular basis. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of times where I'm offered up cookies and treats and things like that, that I will say no to. And I don't have a problem with people saying no to it. I just think that it becomes problematic when your plan is so freaking restrictive that it will become unsuccessful. I think if your if your diet plan or your any and I don't want to say diet, maybe it's meal plan is so restrictive that it allows nothing, the chances of it failing is very likely. You can't maintain restriction. Like that's not how the human psyche works. We're a species that likes rewards. So when you cut all of them out, it becomes very difficult for humans to understand their purpose, right? If you think about like a hunter and gatherer, like uh, the hunter would go, he'd be rewarded because he caught, he would catch or hunt down whatever it was that he was about to eat. And that's the reward. So you have to think about it in a mindset that it's okay to be aware of those things. It's just, it becomes a problem, I think, when you get so restrictive where you're cutting everything out and you can't maintain a lifestyle on a regular basis. So for me, that looks like through the week, I'm very strict. On the weekends, I tend to have a day where I just don't, I don't pay as close attention. 
I think that The Rock has actually, like, it's a pretty cool day. I think on Sundays, The Rock eats, like, a gazillion pancakes. And I, he's always, like, my superhero that I look at. You don't look at The Rock and think at that guy. He doesn't, like, he rewards himself. Make sure that you're rewarding yourself. Because if you get caught up with all that stuff, it, you're taking all the moments of joy out. And I'm honestly, I'm the girl that I, I turn down a lot of late nights. I turn down a lot of treats. I turn down a lot of stuff. But, and I, I turn it down because I'm often like reading and I'm writing and I'm researching and I want to become the better version of myself. But there are times where I do go out and I celebrate and I've like got a lot of joy and a lot of things that I'm really grateful for because I've been working really, really hard towards a goal. So just don't be that person, I think, at the holiday dinner table that's so restrictive that you can't because I just think that that's unrealistic to maintain that for a full-time lifestyle. Now, if that's your thing and you like crash diet courses and you want to do like a three-month program to do a dramatic amount of, you know, weight loss and all that stuff, I guess, yes, but you have to look at your lifestyle and thinking that is that something that you're going to maintain, you know, especially when you're going the long course. So it's, very, very important, I think, when we're looking at the holiday season, and especially when it comes to overindulgence, because it's going to happen. It's hopping back on that train right away to get back into your workouts, to get back into your walks, to get back into whatever your fitness level looks like, because that's the critical point. It's not about the restriction. It's about how quickly you flip back over and get your lifestyle back on track with regular scheduled programming so this holiday season make sure a few treats here and there don't make yourself mad and get back to your plan and don't ride the excuse train into like the sofa and netflix for the whole of the two-week break number five and this is so important guys i talk about this all the time write down your gratitude your goals and manifest every single day if you are sick of me repeating this (laughs) You're tuning into the wrong podcast. No, but actually, if you're sick of me repeating this is because I, guys, it works. This is the essential parts of living a fully charged life. Be grateful. Manifest is a new topic that I've recently added because I believe that the stuff really works. And if you can charge like your inner being, right, your inner soul with all your dreams, your hopes and your goals and work fearlessly towards them. That's what I'm talking about. That's manifestation right there. When you understand the true power of that, oh, it's a life changer. You want to know what the most attractive thing for me is? And like male, female, the most attractive thing that I think like on a person, it's confidence with purpose. If you have two of those things, you have my full attention. I couldn't care less what you look like, what you're being like when you have confidence in purpose, and you set the stage for that, you can, you can just tell people that is the most attractive thing that a human being can have. And I'm not just talking about being like the douchey person that's like so full of themselves or herself. I'm talking about owning you. You can tell when a person is that confident and they have life purpose. They walk into a room with like a different step. It's a different vibe of energy. And it's so for me, like I'm so attracted to that. Like I just love it when somebody walks into a room and they own themselves and you can be the biggest, like you could be the person that's sitting there and you have a stamp collection. And I don't mean to be like, maybe that is a bit of a nerdo thing, but 
or you could be like anything like I don't know like I'm obsessed when people get obsessed about what their purpose is and they say it with confidence so it doesn't matter what that is own it and own yourself and honestly guys it's so freaking attractive and guys like side note like own your stuff because ladies love that like they do they really do it's not about being like a physical thing it's it's a it's a vibe. Like it's a, it's a vibe. Like people ask all the time, like, it's like, what are you attracted to? What's your type? No, this is the type. The type is owning yourself with confidence and purpose. Oh my God. That that's, it's like winning the lottery. It's winning the lottery when you have somebody that's like that, because I feel like they have true intention with themselves. And when you truly understand who you are, that is the most confident thing that you can have. So guys own your stuff. Ladies will love that. I've been asked a little bit about the manifestation if like, because I've been talking about it so much and it was a little, like a little woohoo. We're going to go back on the episodes. I was talking about astronauts. I was talking about manifesting under the Northern lights, the moon, all that stuff. There's a whole lot of energy. And I get how some people were like, is she okay? Has she, did she have too much jungle juice underneath the Northern lights? The answer is no. Like I'm good. I'm fine. I wasn't, I swear to you, I had not had a bottle of wine before I recorded that. It was and is truly a powerful thing to have. Can you win the lottery with manifestation? No. The answer is no. It's not possible because you don't own the lottery or you don't actually have a connection to it. True manifestation means owning your own goals, your own dreams, and you have to really, 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 you have to dig into your inner person and you got to connect with it so like so fucking deeply that failing isn't even an option for you. When you create a very clear purpose and you have deep clarity on achieving a goal, even in the hardship, knowing like the achieve like in all of the hardship that's going to come with the achievement that you're going to have, that is deep beauty, right? It's an inner calling once it's turned on and it's very, very powerful. So 2023 manifesting should be on your priority list. If it's not, and you want to follow me on my journey and underneath the moon, I mean, manifestation, it's where it's at. I mean, I don't know, maybe we're going to do some werewolf calls now. I'm just kidding. We're not. But here's the thing is that manifestation when you truly understand what it is and the power of what it is, it's not something that you can do by, I'm going to manifest to win the lottery. It has to come from within you. So if you know what it truly is that you want to have, and again, it speaks to this having confidence, having you know a person that has clear purpose in their life, when you can truly own that and you can own it inside of yourself and you can manifest what it is that you are really attracted to, that is true power. It's true brute beauty with that. And even working through that, through all of the hardships that might come along your path, that is extraordinary. Manifestation, it's where it's at. That should be at the top of your priority list for 2023. And writing down your gratitude every single day, guys. I'm going to repeat that. Write down your gratitude every single day. Why? Because when you are open to all the beautiful things that are happening in your life and around you, it changes your perspective and you become a happier person and you see the world from a different lens. It's all about perspectives. You can look at this week, this crazy hectic holiday week from the lens of stress 
and overwhelming tasks and endless shopping and drama and family episodes to host a whole new freaking YouTube channel. Or you can switch gears and you can change your mindset into abundance and gratuity and look at the most challenging situations of opportunity to be kind and to be thankful and to be joyful in a time where sometimes you don't feel like being that grateful. This week, you should look at the things that drive you crazy, mad, and all sorts of different feels that come from sort of a negative perspective to find gratefulness in the deepest frustration. Like paying bills, right? Everybody feels so stressed when it comes to paying bills. If you take a moment and think about it from a different mindset where you're so grateful to be able to have money to be able to pay the bill... It changes your focus, it changes perspective, and I think what happens is it opens up just a different lens to see the world in much more beauty and gratuity than maybe perhaps you were looking at before. Make sure that you look through the lens of happiness with a heart that's filled with joy, especially as we wrap up the end of 2022 in the final days that are very fast approaching. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Creative Influencer Show. I hope that you've gained some inspiration today and that you've left with your heart and your mind a little bit more full. I love using this platform to chat, inspire, and discuss everything that lights my heart on fire. Guys, we're a small business, so every like, DM, and subscribe, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. It keeps us going. We read every single one of the comments. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social and share with two of your friends. If you love what you heard, make sure to spread this word of this new and exciting podcast and remember to love your home. Until next time, RB Tribe, be kind to one another and remember to be inspired and love your home. (laughs) 